we're back. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 307. KB coming at you from Underground Studios for that weekend solo dolo show. We're in the underground. Welcome in. Before we get started, show would not be possible without our incredible local sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick, Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, our immaculate sponsors over at Tomahawk Shades doing the damn thing the right way. You guys know I'm wearing the Blue Light Plus glasses. Any opportunity I get to protect my eyes, because you only get one pair of eyes, so make sure you're protecting them. With our friends at Tomahawk Shades with the Blue Light Plus technology they've got rolling out. You know, two brothers on Long Island said, why am I going to pay an arm and a leg for a pair of sunglasses when I can create my own with the same quality for a fraction of the price? And that's exactly what the Tomahawk Twins did. So head over to TomahawkShades.com right now. Fill up your cart with all your necessities. Blue Light Plus glasses, sunglasses, they got watches. And check out the Small Batch Collective as well. And when you're ready to go check out, use our promo code USP to save 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. That's TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP for 25% off your order. Tomahawk Shades, a quality product for an affordable price. Hey, fellas, we're in the thick of winter and storms are brewing and it looks like it's about one to three inches are in the forecast when you trim that hibernation bush. That's taking place in your pants. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped specialize in products to make sure you're walking around town with beautiful snowballs. Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. The Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of the ceramic blade and advanced skin-safe technology, your snags on your snowballs will be reduced. The trimmer is also waterproof, so you can trim in the shower or jacuzzi if you're a savage. Manscaped's Performance Package is the best buy of 2021. The Performance Package comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag. Have you guys ever noticed how nasty nose and ear hair is? Well... Believe it or not, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff, so you might as well use the best tools to do the job. The bundle also comes with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. The Crop Preserver is anti-chafing ball deodorant that will make your balls smell nice and make you feel like your testes are walking in a winter wonderland. The Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls, and it's made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts that will make your balls look up at you and say, Hey, thanks, pal. Don't get cold feet this winter, but you can get 20% off and free shipping with our code USP at manscaped.com. They also have a ton of other amazing men's hygiene products on their website, from disposable mats for your pubes to foot deodorant. So get 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use our code USP. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code USP. Thank you to Manscaped for making our winter wieners look so good. And let me tell you guys about Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. They're the fastest growing craft spirit in Pennsylvania. They're headquartered in Old Kensington, Philadelphia. 
they're closed right now due to COVID, but best believe once things are in the in the, the rearview mirror, couldn't think of the word there, we'll be hanging out at Stateside because they have a full bar, they have restaurants, and they offer distillery tours weekly. Speaking of weekly, they distill their vodka one time per day of the week, seven times distilled, it's certified gluten-free, and it's blended with electrolytes, making it the first vodka on the market with a mineral composition on the same spectrum of electrolytes found in that sports drink that starts with a G, and it also is the first actively hydrating vodka on the market. It's also won awards for best package in the world. So head over to statesidevodka.com to purchase your vodka. Use our promo code USP to get 10% off the one-liter vodka bottles at statesidevodka.com. Must be 21 or older to order. And please drink responsibly. That's statesidevodka.com. Promo code USP for 10% off the one-liter vodka bottles. So they finally did it. The The team we haven't talked about at all for almost months now, the Philadelphia Eagles, were kicking the show off because I promised you guys I wouldn't talk about them unless any major news happened. And they finally grew a pair and major news has happened because Carson Wentz has officially been traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Um, it's bittersweet for me uh, because I appreciated what Carson did. You know, I didn't fall into the nonsensical like Twitter banter about Carson Wentz versus Nick Foles versus Jalen Hurts, all of that kind of crap. Um, which is probably why I decided to not talk about the Eagles on this show for as long as we did. Um, but Carson Wentz gets traded. It's, uh, it's one of those things that feels like it's been a long time coming, which is odd to say because they just extended him less than two years ago on that big contract. And now he's headed to Indianapolis. I'm of the probably minority here where I think Carson Wentz has the ability to rebound in the right situation. Um, I think it's one of those things where it was, I mean, the problem for this Eagles team is still here and I'll get into that once I finish talking about Carson, but you know, it was Doug Peterson was the problem. Boom. He gets, he gets let go. Now Carson Wentz is here, new head coach. They bring in a bunch of people from the Colts that know the Colts system, know Frank Reich's system. Maybe that'll change things. Nope. Carson Wentz, still the problem. We're, we're going to get him out of town and get like almost pennies on the dollar. You, you traded Carson Wentz for a second round pick and a condition or a third round pick and a conditional second round pick that could become a first round pick if he plays 75% of the snaps this coming season. Now, the Eagles are in uh, an infinite loop of hell right now because you drafted Jalen Hurts this year. So now he's got one year off his contract. Like, he's he wasn't a first-round pick, so he doesn't have that fifth-year option in there. Um, he's going to potentially play this year. You know, there's talks that there could be another quarterback competition, and that's just what this team loves to do. They love chaos. They love screwing with every member of this roster one way or another. And they could potentially start another quarterback controversy and just start the vicious cycle over and over and over again. Um, 
if they draft a quarterback in the first round this year too, I am just so done with them. It, it's not even funny. Um, but that's uh, another debate for another day. I just truly don't know what the vision of this team is. They are totally in rebuild mode. Um, Deshaun Jackson also cut, which I'll get into in just a bit. But Carson Wentz leaving, like everybody was so determined to be ready for this guy to leave town. They they wanted him gone. He was he was the problem. He had issues with everybody, and I'm not saying he didn't, you know, have issues with people. But this is a guy that had one down season in all the years he's been here. One down season. Um, it it just seems so premature that they went out and and dealt him. Um, it's it was one of those things where Carson wanted out, so it makes sense from that standpoint. But it's it's something that I think down the line, give it you know a couple of years. I truly think this is a situation where the Eagles could regret trading Carson Wentz. And I'm not saying I don't believe in Jalen Hurts because I think the dude has talent. I just personally think we could be potentially seeing like the next Drew Brees saga uh, unfold before our very eyes with Carson Wentz going to another team after being injured and a franchise kind of just collectively giving up on him. Um, there are reports coming out this weekend about how other team executives still think Howie Roseman's the problem. No shit, Sherlock. That's what Eagles fans have been preaching for the last two years. We've wanted Howie gone for a long time now. The fact that Howie Roseman's still here blows my mind. Um, it is... It sucks, you know? I, I truly enjoyed Carson Wentz. I was, I was skeptical about it at first. Um, because I didn't know how they were going to end up trading up to get him. And then I said, you know, what are they doing? Like, they just traded for Sam Bradford. What What is the whole plan here? And they went and got Carson Wentz, and it was some of the most electric football over a two-year span, his rookie year, and then the Super Bowl year that we'd seen from the quarterback position in a long time. Since Michael Vick, since Donovan McNabb, you know, prime Donovan and those couple of years with Michael Vick, it was electric football. He was having fun. The team was, you know, built well around him. They were young, affordable talent, which this team has nothing of right now. Um, and it, it gave you a sense of hope that this team was headed in the right direction. They had a franchise quarterback that was going to be here for the next 10 to 12 years and solidify himself as like potentially the best quarterback in franchise history. And now that is all out the window and it's so strange to just think of um because you know yes 2017 was you know three seasons ago but it it feels so short and so long all at the same time that it's it's a lot to all just kind of process but Carson Wentz put out a statement on his Instagram First uh, public statement he's made since, I don't even remember when. Um, But he says, uh, what a journey. More than anything, I will miss my teammates. Thank you. I appreciate every one of you and will never forget the relationships and memories made over the years. So many lifelong relationships have been formed in that locker room. Thank you for the fellowship, the camaraderie, 
in the locker room and the daily battles out on the practice field. To the city of Philadelphia, thank you. You have been my home for the past five years. It has been everything a kid from Bismarck, North Dakota could have dreamed of. My family grew here, had a lot of fun, ate a lot of great food, got to be part of an incredible church, and so many more memories off the field. On the field, we brought the Lombardi Trophy home to Philly and hopefully brought a lot of joy to the city over the years. Thank you to the amazing Eagles fans across the world who have supported my family, our foundation, and our football team through all the wins and losses. It was an honor to play in a city whose passion and love for their football team is unrivaled. Thank you for supporting my family and our AO1 Foundation. We hope we have made a positive impact in the communities in Philly and look forward to continuing our efforts to impact the area. Thank you to the Eagles organization for drafting me and making my NFL dream come true. Thank you, Mr. Laurie, Howie Roseman, and the Eagles front office, Coach Peterson, and all of my coaches, our training staff, our equipment staff, and all the support staff at the NovaCare Complex. It has been an amazing journey, and I wish you all the best. As one chapter closes, another one begins, and I'm excited to join the Indianapolis Colts and look forward to work uh, to the work ahead. God's plan, Hebrews uh, Bible verse, hashtag AO1. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is, uh, it, the Carson Wentz era is over, so. Hey, hey you, yeah, you listening to this podcast right now, you're listening to an Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast, you should probably know that we have an entire catalog of podcasts on this network. So what I want you to do right now, once you finish this episode, after you finish subscribing, leaving a five-star review down in the Apple Podcast section, I want you to search Underground Sports Philadelphia and go check out our catalog of podcasts, especially our flagship TV and movie podcast for streaming services called Streamer Season. We have breakdowns of Amazing shows coming out weekly. You should definitely check it out. That's Streamer SZN. Search it on your favorite podcast app and give us a follow on social media. You won't regret it. Check out all the awesome podcasts on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network and thank me later. Now, back to the show. I mean, he, he gave it his all when he was healthy and when he was on the field. It was it was a joy watching Carson Wentz play quarterback for this team. And for whatever reason, it ended up running its course. And now it's, uh, it's pretty wild to think that in such a short time, like a guy that you moved up and, and maneuvered to go up and get it number two overall ends up getting traded just a short time later. Um I wouldn't trade, you know, the the time we had with Carson Wentz for anything cuz it led to us getting a Super Bowl. I just hope he figures I'll I'll be rooting for Carson Wentz. Don't get don't get it twisted. I'll be rooting for him to succeed. I think he has a prime opportunity to to rebound and succeed in Indianapolis. Colts fans, if you're listening to this, you got a, a proven winner. Um I think he just needed a fresh start and a a place to kind of regroup and reconnect and he has that relationship with Frank Reich so I wish Carson all the best um and obviously we're focusing on Jalen Hurts now as our quarterback and I'm excited to see what he brings to the table in a full season um but 
nothing with this team is going to change, and we've said this for months, until Howie Roseman is gone. He's the true, like, everything leads back to Howie, guys, and if you don't see it yet, I don't think you ever will. Um, But the fact that Howie Roseman has gone through the Andy Reid era, got to hire Chip Kelly, fired Chip Kelly, you know, was part of that, that front office, then went into the, you know, got his role back, got to move back from the other side of the building, hired Doug Peterson, has now fired Doug Peterson, and now they is part of the hiring process for Nick Sirianni. I just don't see how that is, like, it's organizational malpractice. That he's been able to go through this process time and time again, and the only success he's had is the one blip on the radar where they ended up winning the Super Bowl, and so many things went right for them. Do you know how lucky some of the moments that Eagles team had were? And yes, I will be forever grateful for that season, but you take that out of Howie Roseman's resume. What has he done? What has he done? And yet this guy continues to have a a high-ranking position in this organization, continues to be the puppet master, and Jeffrey Lurie's just nose-blind, ear-blind, and and literally blind to it. Not literally blind, but you know what I mean. And until he's gone, I truly can't have 100% faith in what this team is doing moving forward. You know, Jalen Hurts is going to play this year, and then you're going to have to end up you know, thinking about paying him or moving on to a new quarterback. This team is in a hell cycle. And it, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I truly, like, we're not going to recognize what this Philadelphia Eagles team is come next season. There's going to be very little semblance of what we've seen over the past couple of years, just names-wise. And some of that's okay, but some of it's going to be very strange. And this team is probably going to be bad for the next, I'd guess like the next two to three years. It's going to be bad. It's going to be down and football is not going to be fun. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And you can come back to this episode number 307 and roast me for it. But I truly am at this point right now as we sit here almost the end of February of 2021 that this Eagles team, there's no direction, there's no hope, there's no optimism. It's just bleak. You're in the middle. Or if you remember from the original Pokemon games, you're in the dark cave with without the HM Flash. And you're six years old, and you have no idea how to navigate through it. That's how I feel about this Eagles team. That is the state of the Eagles right now. And unless anything else big happens, we won't be talking about them again because... Our boy Harrison, Harry the K, wrote a fantastic blog on UndergroundSportsPhiladelphia.com that you guys should all check out um, that I'll get to in a second. But Deshaun Jackson also released. Deshaun's one of my favorite players of all time in the sport, not just in the Eagles history, across the board. He's one of my favorite players of all time. I, uh, I'm i bummed that you know the, the second go-around didn't go as planned. Didn't get to, you know, really give him a chance in the playoffs and kind of wasted some of his career. But I hope he goes on and, and goes to a team and, and finds success to kind of close out this this final arc of his career. 
because he deserves it. He's a potential Hall of Famer, and uh, I'm going to miss him big time. He's a big time, you know, Philly guy, no matter what you say. Um, he's a he's a true Philadelphia Eagle, and I'm, I'm going to miss Deshaun terribly because he's that dope of a guy. I was stoked when he came back. He was excited as all hell when they when he ended up coming back. Um, just bummed we couldn't get him a ring. But I wish Deshaun all the best. And uh, go get a ring, brother, because you deserve it. But Harrison wrote a fantastic blog on undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, which you guys can check out all of our written content at. Um, it's the most recent blog on the page. And it's titled, The Eagles Don't Deserve Our Time Right Now. And it's 1,000% true. We've been talking about it. That's why we haven't talked about them. Uh, he wrote this after the uh, the trade went down. And it, it's it's so wild that like we have a first-place basketball team. We have Joel Embiid on an MVP tear. We have three potential All-Stars from the Sixers. We have a, a Flyers team that's playing. You know They're coming back from a, a COVID hiatus. And... Unless they're playing the Bruins, they're playing damn good hockey. There's fantastic television on right now that you guys can check out everything we're doing at Streamer SZN on Twitter and Instagram, Streamer Season. And spring training's here. There's no reason that we're sitting here in February, the NFL offseason. This is the one month where we can take a break from football and get a nice breath of fresh air and not worry about the hell that is the Philadelphia Eagles and yet we're still pounding it into our brains. Not me, but there are people that are still trying to pound the Philadelphia Eagles into your brains when all of this other great shit is happening in our city with these teams and other things that don't involve sports technically. You can take a mental vacation from the Eagles. It doesn't have to be a 12-month year-round thing. Unless you like are, are producing Eagles content 25-8, and even then, take a mental vacation. This team will drive you up a wall and absolutely bonkers. There's no need to give them any attention or publicity right now because they don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. it, it it's just, it's mind-numbing to me that we continue to drive this team down people's throats when all it does is create more chaos, toxicity, and just, like, depression about the state of the Eagles. There's no reason we should even be discussing them. And that's why we're on an Eagles break. We got the Sixers to talk about. We got the Flyers to talk about. Any general sports news to talk about. And we got Philly spring training in action right now. So the Philadelphia Eagles, until free agency starts, or unless another big move happens with a face of the franchise type player, you won't be hearing Eagles things here. So if you need that mental vacation from people constantly talking about the Philadelphia Eagles... Underground Sports Philadelphia is your spot. Come through, come hang out, and we'll do the damn thing. Be a friend, tell a friend if they need a mental vacation from this freaking football team that's driving everybody up a wall. I literally had to mute words on Twitter like Carson, Wentz, uh, Hurts, Jalen, Eagles, hashtag Eagles. I had to mute quarterback names from the draft. I just can't do it. It is, it is way too... Way too toxic, way too ridiculous, and just way too overblown for a team that's just dog shit. There's no need for it. 
Take a mental vacation. Come hang out with us here, and we'll have fun talking about the Sixers, the Flyers, the Phillies, and anything else in the general sports world. But that's my Eagles rant. Thank you to Carson. Thank you to Deshaun. I'm going to miss you guys big time. Let's talk about this Sixers team because there's been some ups, there's been some downs since our last show on Wednesday. Um, The biggest up, obviously, Joel Embiid silencing a ton of haters. Uh, But on Wednesday, they ended up beating the Rockets 118-113. to But on Friday night, Joel Embiid did the damn thing, continued to prove why he's the MVP, and my man put up 50 points. A 50-piece McNugget, if you will. Shout out Tobias Harris. 50 points, 17 rebounds. First sixer to put up 50 points since Allen Iverson. It's been 16 years since we've had a Sixers player put up 50 points. And it was an all-around fantastic game. Ben Simmons didn't play in this one. Sixers beat the Bulls 112-105. to But... So many people were getting dragged on Twitter for their old takes, talking about Bam out of bio is better than Joel Embiid back in the summer. All this type of recency bias nonsense, all because the Heat were in the NBA Finals last year. All this crazy stuff talking about the Sixers should have traded Joel Embiid to get you know as much value as you can for him. The process didn't work. Yeah, it's the same old song and dance with the people that just are are trying to deny the greatness that is Joel Embiid. And you see a performance like that, 50 points, 17 rebounds, 5 assists. How do you not have this guy as your MVP? I'm sorry. He's he's dominating every statistical category. When he's off the floor, you can tell why he's the MVP. And he's got the Sixers in first place. There's no debate right now. Like, I'm sorry. Like, LeBron James does not deserve the MVP right now. The Lakers are in second place in the West by almost three games. And the Sixers have beaten the Lakers head-to-head. And Joel Embiid, when he is off the court, it it is noticeable why he's the MVP. Like, the most valuable player is not the most popular player. I'm sorry, that's not the award. It is the most valuable player. Value. And when it comes to most valuable player, you see the value of Joel Embiid when he's on the court and off the court. And, you know, I, I saw people, oh... Sixers fans should be appreciating what Joel Embiid's doing. Just take it, you know, I know you might want him to win the MVP, but uh, put that on the back burner and just enjoy what Joel Embiid's doing. Shut the hell up. There's not one Sixers fan that's not enjoying what Joel Embiid's doing while also simultaneously wanting him to be recognized as the MVP. Like, I I could not name a single person I know that I follow on Twitter or social media anywhere that could flat out say they're not enjoying what Joel Embiid's doing because they want him to win the MVP. We are flat out having a blast watching Joel Embiid do what he's doing. We didn't know if he was ever going to step foot on a basketball court. He was out his first two years in the league. We had no clue if we would ever see Joel Embiid step foot on a basketball court when he was drafted by the Sixers. We are enjoying every single moment we get a chance to watch him play if you're a real Sixers fan and you're not just one of these talking head pundits trying to, you know, stir up controversy. Watching Joel Embiid play basketball is one of the most fun things we get to witness. Like, he is a guy 
Tobias Harris said it. He's going to tell his kids that he got to play with Joel Embiid. And sure, that might be pandering a little bit here and there, but like to flat out say that in a press conference to the media, I think that's that's pretty significant. Give or take a, a little bit here and there, but Joel Embiid's a transcendent player. He's dominating this season. This is the best we've ever seen him play. I don't want to hear any nonsense about Sixers fans not enjoying what Joel Embiid's doing. And I don't want to hear that he's not the MVP either, because he is. Joel Embiid's flat out the MVP, and if he doesn't win it, that snake Adam Silver, he's going to have it coming to him, because Joel Embiid flat out deserves the MVP. And, And people trying to act like this is like LeBron's swan song. No, he's not done. This is not going to be LeBron's final year. It's not like you're giving it to him out of, you know, out of honor because it's his final year in the league. No. Miss me with that. Joel Embiid's going to win the MVP. Book it. You heard it here first. Lock it in. Go to your sports book. Bet it. Make it happen because Joel Embiid is the NBA MVP. I'm enjoying every single second of it. I'm sure you guys are too. So don't let anybody coming with nonsense talk to you like that. Now, the Sixers did end up losing on Sunday night 110-103 to to the Tampa Bay Raptors. Haha. ha uh, I will call them the Tampa Bay Raptors until they're back in Toronto because that's where they're playing. Um, just an off night, in my opinion. Joel Embiid didn't shoot particularly well. Um, not that you want to have to rely on Joel Embiid to shoot well in order to win a game. Ben Simmons was back in this one. He looked really good, 28-9-5 in his game, first game back. Joel Embiid still put up 25-17. and 17. Tobias Harris, a little bit of a lackluster game, only 13 points, 4 rebounds. Danny Green fouled out in this game. Um, and after the game, it was reported that Isaiah Joe will be in the rotation over Furkan Korkmaz moving forward. Makes a lot of sense. Furkan's been struggling mightily. Um, and why not play the young kid, you know? This, this team definitely needs bench help. We talked about it on Wednesday. There's plenty of options out there that I think they could go and address uh, for this team. There's two centers on this team that don't even play. Apparently, DeMarcus Cousins is getting cut by the Houston Rockets in the next couple of days. I wouldn't mind that. You know, have Boogie as your, your backup big and Dwight Howard as your third big man because he is on that minimum contract. Um, I would not mind that one bit. And, you know, there's P.J. Tucker, there's uh, a number of guys. George Hill has been talked about at nauseum. I don't know how I feel about that, honestly. We talked about him on Wednesday as well. Matt bo- Matt and I both agree he's more of a name value guy than actual value guy, but we could be wrong there. Um, and depending what you can get him for, go for it. Um, Kyle Lowry is somebody that I think could still be on the table. Don't know what you'd have to trade to get him. But he's definitely somebody I'd explore if I'm Daryl Morey in the front office. But this team desperately needs bench help, and they need guys big time in a big way. Um, hopefully, things start to formulate a little bit sooner than later, um, because they surely need it moving into. I, I don't think anything's going to happen before the end of the first half of the season, which Monday, or I'm sorry, Tuesday, the the Sixers have. Uh, the Raptors again down in Tampa before they come back home for the final four games of the first half of the schedule against the Mavericks, the Cavaliers, the Pacers, and the Jazz. Hey, I want to thank you, 
the listener, for checking out an Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast. If you've been rocking with us for any amount of time, you know we have a whole catalog of podcasts, a number of franchises under our umbrella, and I want you to do me a favor. Once you're done listening to this episode, once you're done subscribing, leaving a five-star rating or review on the Apple Podcast feed, like we know you always do, I want you to hop over and check out the Outside the Box podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. It's our flagship pro lacrosse podcast. Ton of fun stuff, amazing interviews, content. We know that lacrosse, you know, we're still in a bit of a limbo period, but hey, do us a favor, check it out, subscribe, leave a five-star review, and maybe learn about the sport of the future. And with that, let's get back to the show. So there's an opportunity here, like, if they can end up winning maybe four out of five of these next games, or, you know, what would be great would be all five, but if they end up winning four out of five, they're at 24-15 and 15 going into the second half of the season, you're at the All-Star break, I could potentially see that's where a lot of, you know, phone calls start getting made, figuring out who's in the position to kind of sell, who's going to, you know, stand pat. You look at the East right now, I'd say you have maybe three teams right now that are completely out of it because even the Magic are two games back of, or three games back, I'm sorry, of the eight seed right now. Um, no, two games, I'm sorry. The Wizards are three games back and they're at 10 and 17. And then you have the Cavs and you have the Pistons. Who knows what's going to, you know, formulize with teams like that. You look at the. The Cavs right now, Andre Drummond obviously is on the trade block. He's going to get moved. You'll see what that ends up doing for the big man market. Kevin Love, maybe. Um, there's not really much else on the Cavs roster that I think helps the Sixers. And looking at the Pistons roster, I mean, they're a bunch of big men too. Blake Griffin is a, an interesting case. We'll see what happens with that, um, that whole situation, but... I mean, Wayne Ellington is maybe somebody you look at. Um, but other than that, there's not much else on that Pistons team. They're very bad. Um, and then the West, it's the Timberwolves and the Rockets, the Thunder and the Kings. Because they're they're all pretty much almost out of it. The Pelicans might be in that same boat too over the next week. We'll see what happens there. But... I think P.J. Tucker and, and Kyle Lowry are the two names that we've been talking about for a while here on this show, and a lot of people have been talking about that seem like they make the most sense. So I'm keeping bookmarks on both of those guys as potential moves that Daryl Morey ends up making. He has history with both of those guys um, from his time in Houston, and I think they would make a ton of sense and would help a lot on this Sixers team right now. So we'll see what happens once the, uh, the All-Star break gets here, but... Sixers hopefully rebound and close out this first half on a, a nice little win streak. And it's nice that they get four straight at home to end the first half. And they're kind of in their own environment. They thrive at home. So we'll see what they end up doing. But just a tough loss against the Raptors. But I think they'll be able to bounce back from it. And the Philadelphia Flyers back from their COVID hiatus. Um, not the best bounce back start for them uh, over their past couple of games. They ended up losing to the Rangers in their first game back in the shootout, 3-2. to two. 
um, in their first game in 11 days. They did get the point because of the shootout and everything, but not the best display. It was an ugly game all around, and I was hoping for a big rebound because, for whatever reason, the Bruins have had the Flyers number this season big time, Um, and it continued on Sunday night in the Lake Tahoe outdoor game. And the Flyers lost 7-3. to um, As long as they're not playing the Bruins for the most part, they, they're looking perfectly okay. They're right now in third place in the East Division when they were in first place for a while, but obviously uh, with the couple games getting moved around and everything, they've, they've lost, you know, games played traction, but they're behind the Bruins and the Capitals right now points-wise. Uh, the Flyers have 19 points. The Bruins have 24, and the Capitals have 21. the The biggest issue here is, you know, the Sixers need bench depth. The Flyers need defense. They they need to go out and get like two defensemen that are legitimate studs, because Eric Gustafson is not cutting it. Um, Justin Braun, he's on the COVID list, but before everything, he's been terrible. And outside of Provorov, who's been, you know, he's been good. He hasn't been a world beater on defense, but he's been good. Outside of Provorov, there is not much else on this Flyers defense, and it's hurting Carter Hart. It's making people, not true hockey fans and true Flyers fans, like, be completely irrational about Carter Hart. Um, so miss me with that. Like, completely miss, like, learn the sport first, pal. Um, they need to put defensemen in front of Carter Hart if they want to find any type of success. This season, it's been their biggest downfall in a ton of games. The Flyers have given up 51 goals when they've scored 51. Um, Where you look at a team like the Bruins who have scored 51 goals, but they've only given up 36. That's the difference between a team that has great defense and a team that has no defense. You can't survive in the NHL, especially in this juggernaut East Division, banking on just scoring a a massive metric ton of goals each and every night and then hanging your defense out there to let Carter Hart hang out to dry. It it just is a formula for disaster. It's not going to work in the playoffs, and you're going to see an early exit if you do that. So I hope the front office is looking at what's going on with this defense and they try to go out and fix something. I understand tonight they were completely undermanned from what their normal roster would have been. But it's been a problem all year, even before their COVID shutdown. Um, the Flyers really need to go out and address defense. Otherwise, it's going to be a quick end to this season, and it's not going to be fun when there's so much talent on here and we waste yet another year of Claude Giroux, you waste a prime year of Carter Hart, and you waste some of these young guys' prime years that you know they have an ability to go out there and, and play their best hockey right now, take advantage of it. So hopefully Chuck Fletcher is looking at this and realizes – they need to make some moves on defense, and it can't be subpar scrub defensemen. Otherwise, it's just a failure of a season because you're not going to end up with the result you want. And a lot of people thought this team could be a cup contender. And without a solid defense, you're not going to be anywhere close to that, especially if you run into the Bruins in the playoffs. But it is going to be a long trip back from Tahoe because the Flyers don't play again until Wednesday at the Wells Fargo Center. Revenge chance against the Rangers to hopefully get some regulation points and get two points uh, against a bad Rangers team. Like, they're not very good. They're, uh, you know, just above the Devils and the Sabres. Uh, In the East standings, don't think they're a playoff team at all. 
They those are the teams the Flyers need to beat. You know, in the East Division, those are the teams that they need to bully up on and beat up on if they want to have any shot at making the playoffs. You know, definitively. So you know, hopefully this little you know two days off Monday Tuesday, get back at it on Wednesday, and then you don't play again until Saturday when you go to Buffalo for uh, the weekend Saturday and Sunday. So hopefully they uh, they figure some things out, get back on track, and if Elaine Vigneault wants to drop the link to uh, that varsity jacket he was wearing for the outdoor game, feel free, my friend, because that thing was crispy, clean, and fire. I need it. It's absolutely absurd how much I need that jacket, but hopefully the Flyers rebound, and um, we'll move on from there, and the Rangers... On Wednesday, so hopefully that's a big bounce back opportunity to get two more points on the board and make up some room in the standings from when they were off from their COVID hiatus. And hopefully the guys that are on the COVID list come back sooner rather than later, because um, they definitely miss them, and we want those guys to be 100% healthy as well. Weird news though, uh, just in the world. Might try to incorporate like the weirdest news story of the week on the show too. Uh, I'm going to blog about this too. By the time you're listening to this, there is a blog on our website, but there is a first edition Charizard Pokemon card on eBay currently listed for over $500,000. It's like 500000 and some change. And then like $625 for shipping. Who in their right mind... I need to know if you are listening to this podcast and you would flat out say you would buy that card if you had the opportunity right now that you're about drop it in our podcast reviews, five star review. Let me know $500,000 first edition Charizard Pokemon card from the Pokemon base set. Are you buying it? Because even if I had just 500,000 plus dollars lying around, there is no way in hell I am spending half a million dollars on a Pokemon card. And I am a huge Pokemon fan. Love the trading cards. Love the video games. The Kit Kat and Caboodle. Like, I still play them to this day. But there is no way in hell I'm paying $500,000 for a, a, a Pokemon card. It is paper. $500,000 piece of paper. Are you out of your minds? You people are sickos. Like, to even have the audacity to list it at that price is beyond me. And I understand. The first edition Charizard base set card is expensive. It's a prized card. Everybody wants one. But $500,000? Are you out of your goddamn mind? Absolutely stupid. Miss me with that. That's the weird news of the day. Can't believe I even witnessed that pop across my timeline because I can't even fathom somebody dropping that much money on a singular Pokemon card. Absolutely absurd, ridiculous, stupid. You're a total buffoon if you even attempt to purchase that. I'm sorry. And to the person who listed it at that price, you're a buffoon and a half. Get out of here. $500,000 for a Pokemon card. Absolutely ridiculous. But with that, guys, <laughs> make sure you check us out on social media at Underground PHI, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, got a lot of content going up on there. Should have another episode of Unplugged Shot Clock coming up soon to recap some of these Sixers games with Richie. Um, 
social content just flowing as much as we can and uh, staying up to date with everything we're doing here at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Make sure you check out all of our podcasts from this show to the Outside the Box podcast, our flagship lacrosse show to streamer season. Uh, We should have the Get in the Hole podcast getting back up and running again soon. I know it's been a while and that's been on a bit of a hiatus, but working on fixing some uh, some kinks with that show. And then the fourth and goal boys are in their off season right now, but they're planning a big uh, football off season to get you ready for fantasy football 2021. And then uh, we teased it. The top ends podcast is making its way back from the depths of the underground. The first spinoff show ever. Our uh, premier soccer podcast. We're working behind the scenes. It is going to be another installment. It's coming back. So stay tuned for that. Follow on Twitter at FC Top Bins and then at Top Bins Pod on Instagram uh, to know when that goes live. And uh, I'm also working on a fun little project with uh, a local school I work with. They're. Uh, they're starting something fun. When the details get released, you'll you'll hear about it. Would love your guys' support on it. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, so keep your eyes peeled for that because I'm very excited to get that project up and running for them because it's going to revolutionize a lot of things uh, in the theater world. So stay tuned for that. And uh, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com is the website for all of our written content. Check out Harrison's blog about why the Eagles don't deserve our time right now. They absolutely don't. And leave a, you know, of course, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review. Let me know if you would purchase that $500,000 Charizard card. How you feel about the Carson Wentz trade now that it's done and over with. Your thoughts on Joel Embiid dropping a 50-piece McNugget and his, uh, his MVP case. How you're feeling about the Flyers right now. And anything else in between. You know, getting excited for Philly spring training as well. And if you're watching anything good on TV, drop a five-star review on our streamer season podcast feed. If you're a lacrosse fan, how you're feeling about the college season right now. Ohio State absolutely popped off this weekend. Drop a five-star review on all of our podcasts. It really helps. It truly does. Like It's something so small, it's free to do. Um, but it really helps You know, get our name out there. and it, The algorithm, it, it boosts it to get as many eyes on our show as possible. It really helps big time. So... Be a friend, tell a friend, leave a five-star rating or review on our Apple Podcast feeds. You can also check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadioRadio.com, wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. And uh, hit the follow button, twitch.tv slash undergroundsportsphi. It's where you can watch our show live when we are live for the show. And uh, you can watch Steven Schneider be a professional golfer as well on PGA Tour because he's absolutely demolishing the stream game for us when we're not streaming the show. And we'll be back on Wednesday talking about this Sixers team, the Flyers, if anything pops up with the Phillies, if anything breaks with that freaking green football team, and anything in between, uh, we will have it covered right here in the underground for you. But thank you to our sponsors who make this show possible. Main Auto LLC, Douche Arms Pro Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, Tomahawk Shades, TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP for 25% off your order at checkout, Manscaped, Manscaped.com, the premier 
men's below-the-waist grooming company. Head over to manscaped.com. Use our code USP for 20% off, free shipping, and a thank you from your balls when you're all done trimming down there. And, of course, Stateside Vodka. Statesidevodka.com. Promo code USP to get 10% off the one-liter vodka bottles. Must be 21 or older to order. And please drink responsibly. This has been episode number 307 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your boy KB signing off from the underground. Until next time. Peace. Peace.